How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. On SENSA, you're listening to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. The Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Welcome back to The Sandful Show. Thanks to Host Plus, of course, an industry super fun for all Australians. Run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today. Hazy, our next guest, a mate of yours, also a doggy, and you love getting your doggies in on The Sandful Show. Oh, you know I do, Pitsy. And this one is, we've we've gone right to the top shelf for this one. Former skipper of the club, closing in on 200 games. Uh, A bloke who just absolutely bleeds red, white, and blue. It's Luke Harbel. Good afternoon to you, Hubs. Hey, boys, how are you going? Yeah, going very well, thanks, mate. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Uh, first and foremost, mate, um, you're on the comeback trail. We hope to see you playing some league footy this weekend, but, geez, it's been a nice little patch for the dogs. Yeah, the boys have been playing great footy over the last, I reckon, five five or six weeks, really consistent, um, putting what we've been training into games. Uh, a lot of our younger guys have started to step up too, which is great to see. Hubs, uh, it seems to be the Ponderosa's a happy hunting ground. How much of an advantage do you think it is, mate, playing at home? It just seems to be that you guys grow a leg up there. Yeah, I think it it helps probably every club. Every club likes to play at home. Um, our ground's pretty unique, as you both know. It's it's quite big and wide, and um, there's a certain way that you try and play it and exploit opposition, especially in pre-season when you've done all the work on your home ground and um, your 1Ks and all that sort of thing seem like they're about 1.5Ks every time you run them. But um, no, yeah, I think every every side's got that home ground advantage that they try and, and make sure that you get the wins on. Um, we haven't had too much, too many wins the last few years, but I think we're starting to build back to trying to create the fortress at the Ponderosa again. Yeah, you're right, Harbs. The 1.2-kilometre 1.2 1Ks uh, with the um, <laughs> seriously thick, spongy grass on the, on the sideline. It really, really tests you. Uh, mate, not the result really character you... building. Oh, big time. Not the result you guys are after on the weekend from a league perspective. A little loss to uh, Sturt. But before that, back-to-back wins over, what, a 1,000 days since that's happened, since mid-2019. What does that do for a club where wins aren't exactly flowing in? Oh, it's exciting. I just think it's... it's growth through the process that the club's got in place that we understand that we're not going to get to a stage of winning a premiership with the click of the fingers you've got to do the hard work and there's it's baby steps first so it's one of those small little goals that if you want to become a good side again that you've got to start to tick off so it would have been fantastic to win three in a row but um it was one of those games where it was a bit of missed opportunity with us with our goal kicking um and we're aware of that too. So it's it's not like everyone's disappointed because we've lost because you just need to understand where you've lost the game and what you can control. And then hopefully come out this week and the boys play well against Port. It wasn't that it, it was one person kicking five or six behind. So was it Harbs? It was like 6-16 was the scoreline. But there's a, probably four or five players that all kick two behinds rather than... So it, it doesn't collectively look um, that bad... Um, really, but was it one that you'd, a few boys just went, gee, like, that's it's one kick out of uh, yeah, 16 I, opportunities? It, it, yeah, it is, yeah. You kick 6-16, and like you said, there's a few of the boys that 
would have loved to have their shots on goal again that they'd normally kick when they train or play. It's just one of those things that it happens every now and then. You do do miss some goals, and it's how you respond to it. Really, we've I know we've had guys. We, we trained at Trinity College on Monday, and there we had a number of guys that were kicking um, goals before and after training because they they care. Just in terms of your coach as well, Paul Thomas, um, absolute legend of the club. In terms of his coaching development, how's he going? It's um, starting the season wins. That must be nice reward for a bloke who no doubt um, has got the entire playing group playing for him. Yeah, he's going really well. He's, he's a good coach. Uh, it's only his second year as a full-time coach. But I think all the, oh, as you know, as a player, brilliant footballer, um, loves a game of footy, spent a number of years at the Crows under some quality coaches as well. So he's got so much knowledge and, um, and care as well, uh, not just for the football club, but for the individual players um, and their families too. So it's, it's a great environment to be in at the moment. I love that you professionally just said that Paul Thomas is an absolute football nerd. Is that the other way to say it? <laughs> that, was, that was exactly what I was saying. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, Ubs, I want to talk to you about three players in particular, the two Schiller boys and Kyle Presbury. There was a bit of a chat that Kyle Presbury was going to leave, uh, and I've had the pleasure of meeting him, one of the great, like, really great guys. But the, the Schiller brothers, they they just keep racking them up year after year after year. Uh, and probably don't get the plaudits they deserve as sort of an on-ball slash, you know, rotation brigade. Oh, I think they do at Centrals. Um, they, yeah, they definitely do. They've, they've been such good players and, and people around the football club for such a long time. Um, and it's so good to play with mates like that who you can trust uh, and you know that they're going to deliver week in and week out and they're very durable. Uh, and Pre- Prez, is, he's come along in leaps and bounds the last two and a half years and finally realised the balance between work and and playing and um, and his potential as well because he's an extremely talented player. So yeah, those three are, are really important to, to our club. How, how much longer have Travis and Jared got in the locker? They're, they're pretty important and sort of I'd imagine that when one goes, the other one's going to probably pull the pin at the same time too. But how much longer do you envisage that they'll be kicking around and being sort of the backbone of the midfield there? Oh, hopefully hopefully they go for another couple of years. Like I know Jared and Travis are both inside mids and sometimes the the bodies and stuff and are pretty sore on a Monday. Um, but they're just so mentally strong too. So it just depends on, on what they want to do. I'd, I'd really hope that they do go for another couple of years, but you just don't know um, what people are going to do until the end of the year and, and what they want to do and reflect on. Let's get back on to you. Uh, I've got it at 187 uh, career matches, 200s looming uh, and coming around the corner. Nice little 200 club game incentive too from the sample coming your way. So um, pretty keen to get the 200 in the life membership. Uh, mate, in all honesty, it's it's not really a goal at the moment because, yeah, I've, I've started training in March this year. This is the first time I haven't done a pre-season. Um, I only played two league games this year, so it's more just a, a process of trying to get my body right and play some decent footy to return to play league, um, and especially with the boys going well at the moment. So it's like I've become a younger player again, trying to force my way back into the team. So it's just about embracing that challenge, and body feels great. Uh, it's as good as it's done in a couple of years. So 
potentially play on again next year and um, yeah, hopefully push for for finals. And if that 200 game mark does come around, then it's it's going to be off the back of yeah, getting things right with with form. Not young anymore, Harbs. Pushing mid 30s. I know you look 21, but uh, 33, <laughs> sort of 34 type areas. Mate, you've 100% got the drive. I mean, have you made that decision as well that you want to play next year or is that something you'll address a little bit later on? I'll address it a little bit later on, but I'm keen to play on. Um, it's a direction of the footy club, what they want to do. Um, I love the footy club. Uh, I don't know that I'm a valued member of the footy club as well. Um, yeah, the capacity of, to which I play, whether it's reserves or league for next year, there's, there's always optimism and growth that I can help with um, if I'm not playing league footy because we've got so many younger players to try and pass on a bit of knowledge to and, um, yeah, make make their practice to become good league footballers. So, yeah, we'll just see what happens over the next 12 to 18 months, I guess. Uh, Harms, appreciate your time on the sample show, mate. Looking forward to seeing you back out on the park. Always loved watching you play, especially when we called uh, Centrals. And, mate, best of luck for the rest of the season. Get a few more wins for the Doggies. Thanks for that, boys. Thanks for having me on. Luke Harble there. Uh, thanks to Host Plus, of course, an industry super fun for all Australians. Uh, Hazy, I want to talk about the Shields just quickly, though. Is there a nightmare to call uh, being 28 and 38 when you're starting with the like you see one of the Shiller boys go in and you just see the eight flashing. It's an absolute nightmare, especially games in and undergoing. Is that Travis or is it Jared? But well, at least at least they look relatively uh, not the same. I mean, yeah. imagine, imagine coming through the ranks and you've got Chris and James Gowns flying through the middle. One's twenty one, one's twenty eight, and trying uh, to, uh, or you just go straight Gowns. You just go straight Shiller. A hundred percent, they would have the Gowns boys would have swapped numbers and gone out and played. Like in the same game, a hundred percent would have gone. You know what? I'm going to pretend I'm you, and you pretend you're me. I mean, who knows what sort of uh, swapping they would have done to get away with some stuff? But uh, we'll leave that going to some. Uh, I, I'm, I'm talking about in, in particular. I remember. No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I, I remember a particular story that they told one time where um, one of them got kicked out of a nightclub in Sydney on a footy trip, and then uh, the other one turned up from the next venue, and the bouncer said, "No, no, no, mate." You're not coming near. I've already kicked you out. He said, no, 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 that was my twin brother. And then Bouncer said, look, yeah, that's the oldest trick in the book. You're not coming in. <laughs> it actually was. It actually was. <laughs> and then was. if they both rolled up, they would have both got thrown out. Exactly right. Um, good to speak to Luke Harble as well. So it came across the Centrals. I think it was around about 2008. He, he was absolutely one of those players where the goal then was to at some stage play some league footy. And, I mean, he's on track, hopefully plays next year and gets to 200 games. But... Uh, Luke Harbel's one of those blokes where if you don't like Luke Harbel and everything that he does, then there's something wrong with you, not Luke. Like, you know those rare blokes that you, yeah. you bump into where you're like, there's just everything perfect about this bloke. So, I mean, Central is just absolutely uh, as a whole to have him, to have him uh, part of the club. Yeah, it's a big rap on him. We've got to jump to a break. And another bloke we've got a big rap on is Tom Keogh on the other side of this, Hazy. Plenty more to come on the sample show. We'll be back right after this. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.